Hey, I'm Sanjay. Welcome to Wisegrad. Episode number 31, Living in Sweden Student City, Academic Life and Challenges in Malmö. Let's go. everyone and welcome to this episode of Wisegrad. I'm your host Saint Sand and as usual I'm very happy that you click play and not next. This episode is brought to you by Malmo University and as a result of that we're going to dive into the city of Malmo and enjoy a beautiful conversation with a few students. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you continue to support this podcast as we strive to help students thrive. Are you ready? Let's go. In 2021, the Swedish National Union of Students named Malmo the student city of the year. They described Malmo as a city to thrive before, during, and after your studies, and they see students as an obvious part of the city's development. I hopped on bus number three and that bus heads towards Malmö University, well, the main part of the campus, I would say. So I went to speak with a few students about their experience in the city, their experience at the university, and what this, this place has to offer. Sweden boasts an interesting academic system, one that's very different from what I'm used to in Jamaica and Canada, USA and many other countries. So it's very interesting to hear what students feel like when they engage this kind of system. From the bus stop, it's a really short walk, a 30 second walk towards the Niagara building or Kanan building or the student centrum where I was about to meet the students. Of course, Malmo being a small city, I had to say hi to a friend that I saw on the bus and bye as I was heading quickly to meet these students. Stepping into the student centrum reminded me of my first days at Malmö University. The colorful chairs, the huge glass windows, and the warm and welcoming smiles of the staff members. I felt welcome. I felt happy. I felt at home. Are you by any chance looking for Sanjay? Yeah. Yes. yes. Both of you. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sanjay. I'm Alex. Alex. Nice Hi. to meet you. Beatrice. Aha. Hello. I finally got to catch up with my three guests for today, Beatrice, Alexander and Shirin, three eager students who just completed their first year at Malmö University. My name is Alexander, uh, I study master's program in IMER, International Migration and Ethnic Relations here at Malmö University and one of my most uh, favorite things here in Malmö in Sweden is Cold Bath House. I'm Beatrice, I'm currently studying my master's in urban studies here at Malmö University and in my spare time I love to draw which I also do for work. Hey, I'm Hafiza Shirin and I'm from Pakistan. I'm studying masters in culture and change, critical studies in humanities and uh, I love to do my spare time. I love to spend my spare time with my kids and with my family. 
Before we jumped head on into the topic, I wanted to know a little bit more about these students, their background, uh, their story, something. Well, uh, so I'm probably the least international person here because I'm from a city about 50 minutes away from here. Which so city is that? Uh, it's called Hesleholm. Hesleholm! Yeah. <laughs> I went there once, it was just a train stop. Though. Yeah, that's what most people do. They <laughs> mostly come there to stay and then leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true. But yeah, so yeah, I, it's kind of natural that I came here to Malmö to study. Yeah. Interestingly, uh, Beatrice did her bachelor's at Malmö University before she went ahead to do her master's. Ah. After doing my bachelor in international relations at Malmo University as well. Oh, so you love Malmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can definitely give us a a compare and contrast with Hesleholm and uh, Malmo. What's the population like in Hesleholm? In this main part of the city, I would say it's about 18,000. So okay, it's, it's, it's quite small. Not really what people would call a city, maybe, <laughs> who come from other countries, but in Sweden we call it a city, so yeah. Since Beatrice is basically coming from the same county where Malmö University is located, her experience is probably a bit different from Shirin and Alexander. And it's been a great experience for me to be here. And uh, in my spare time, I used to go out with my family and with my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still do that here in Malmo? Uh, yeah, of course. It's uh, in Malmo. There are very places that I could visit with my family. Yeah, and I love to go there. The parks, probably yeah, fabulous parks. Beachside. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, I don't have kids. I have plants, and I take them out yeah. once in a while, but just to the balcony, probably. But yeah. if I did. I definitely bring them to the park. Yeah, sometimes it is difficult to bring kids with you. Right? They, yeah. they can disturb you as oh, a okay. couple. <laughs> okay, okay, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's fine to have kids and enjoy with them. Yes. And Alex? Uh, well, my story might be a bit more complicated. Originally, I come from Ukraine and here I'm a scholarship holder of the Swedish Institute, which makes it easier to survive and think less about saving money, I guess. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) I came to study international migration and ethnic relations here in Malmo, and the city is quite amazing, especially for cycling, for hiking, and many other things I could enjoy in my spare time. Hmm. What's the number one thing that you like to do in this city? So we got, okay, maybe what you said initially with the parks and we talked earlier you said the cold bathhouse okay so you have to tell me your number two thing beatrice you can tell me your number one thing that you like about this city i would probably go along the same line of like the bikeability yeah the fact that it's it's considered a big city in sweden but it's so easy to go around it without having to commute you can just as long as you have a bike you can do stuff here yeah Uh, and there are things where you don't have to pay for it like going to a park so uh like yeah, so you don't have to worry too much about economics even if you want to go out. So as long as you have a bike, True. then you can go somewhere. <laughs> I love going to the museums. So mm. You find out that they're free. They're like, Whoop. Oh, what are you going to say museums? No. Oh, because <laughs> your face is like, I stole your point. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, how about you? What's your number two favorite thing? Well, I, I have a mixed mind what to tell you. Uh, there are like few things you could separate. Like probably going to pubs. There is family pub. There is vegan bar, which are... Uh, student-friendly in terms of budget, but there is also something like a swimming pool right in the city center. And I guess it's only students and retired people who have the privilege of going there because of the schedule. It is open from 9 to 1 next to the Stadsbiblioteket. Aha! I think, I think, I think, I think I know it. I'm not sure if that was a fake aha or (laughs) was a real aha. I think I know it. It's a 50 meters long 
swimming okay, pool. Okay, look at that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I'll just say I didn't know about that. Maybe I did, but probably didn't. <laughs> All right, and Shireen, what's your second most favorite thing about the uh, city? Uh, actually, I like here like a home city. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel any strange thing here. I find this thing interesting here, the variety of cultures, different yeah. culture. I see, I have seen there many cultures and they are very fascinating for me and I have enjoyed my own cultural, uh, you know, own cultural events and yeah. I didn't feel that I am uh, away from my hometown. Aww. I really feel like Aww. a home here. That's so <laughs> That's nice. very good for me. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So let's talk about the studies that you're doing. So it's, let me get this right. Let me not mess it up. So um, I remember urban studies mm-hmm. for Beatrice, right? Alex, it was Imer. Right. Which means? International Migration and Ethnic Relations. Definitely. I got that right. And <laughs> Cultural studies. Cultural studies. Yeah. Nice. So how's that going for you? How are the programs? Is it what you expected? Uh, like coming from Malmö University, I felt like I had a pretty decent idea of what it was gonna be. Because uh, you did your bachelor's. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it was, it was, and also I'm still in the same uh, uh, faculty. So uh-huh. I mean, the differences were kind of non-existent. Okay. <laughs> from what like I was exp- experiencing um, in my bachelor, but of course, when you reach a master's level, there are things that uh, are gonna be different. Yeah. Uh, but like what could I say, like uh, educational culture shock? Not not really coming from like my bachelor, I would say for me at least. Yeah, Shirin, what do you think? Yeah, uh, in, fu- in my first semester, I really find it difficult to catch up with the assignments and studies mm. as usual as I did in my, in my country, because the study system and the examination system here is quite different from my own country. Yeah. So uh, throughout the first semester, I find it difficult. And but <laughs> I am trying, I keeps on trying, trying. And uh, finally, I passed my first semester without Woo! any <laughs> distraction. Yay. And now I have also completed my second semester. Yeah. But uh, in second semester, I feel the difference yeah in second semester I am now much more familiar with the system here yeah. and I can understand what I have to do next yeah. but in first semester I was just blind and keeps on doing doing doing, doing. W- what yeah. was the big hindrance what was the big difference for you I think the study difference yeah uh, the, their way of study is quite different from the Pakistan, yeah, in Pakistan is it more yeah. independent here and yeah yeah I, I, there, yeah, yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> I have to study my own and the uh, system of assignments. In my study, we do not have to give any exam. We just have to prepare assignments and uh-huh. uh, different scenarios or podcasts. Yeah. So it is a quite different way of examination for me. In Pakistan, we usually have written examinations. Over and over so, again. Yeah. That's similar to Jamaica. And <laughs> one more thing I find different here is the lots lots of readings yeah yeah <laughs> 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 on canvas your face yeah. Alex was like oh my god I can't take it anymore <laughs> how's it for you oh uh, well talking about readings that's really a lot and I'm not sure <laughs> if, if anybody even cares if you actually read everything <laughs> oh wow uh, but if you try diligently you just lock yourself in the library in your yeah. room and you don't see the light and it's, it's pretty sad in the first semester when the light hours are <laughs> like getting shorter uh, but I think in the end most of the students they give up and they just use this 
famous methods of fridge ingest introduction and conclusion. I was about <laughs> to add that there are quite a number of methods that you can do use to read articles because you don't really have to read everything word for word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we can find a, the, 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 I'll probably make another episode on this. I don't think I have done it before. We can make an, another episode speaking about how to read yeah. journal articles because I find many students stress over this. I mean, I used to be one. Mm -hmm. I would read it word for word, dot for dot, um, statistical information for statistical <laughs> information. <laughs> and at the end, I don't remember anything. Uh, so yeah, it's important. It's a lot of readings, but yeah, we, we can find a way to do it, yeah? yeah? But it's good for you so far. I mean, I'm sitting here. You're still here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> still in Sweden, still in Malmo, and I still receive my scholarship, so yeah. it's manageable. Yeah, okay. So did you find, any of you find, uh, well, Beatrice can tell, uh, compare her bachelor's and the, the master's, but did you find that this new method or this master's level of, of learning difficult to navigate? I would say that for me, of course, I have the benefit of having uh, experienced how studies at Malmö University usually go, because that's, like you said, I feel like that's one of the main things that you learn in your first semester, mm -hmm. disregarding of if it's a master or if a bachelor, that you kind of need to learn what the people uh, in charge want. Yes, that's that the is, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of the main point of you kind of need to do like some detective work. You're oh. going to fail on some things, but ultimately you're going to learn like, OK, as long as I just submit it and I get some feedback, I'm going to learn how what they want. Uh, yeah. As long as you get some feedback and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. As um, long as you get yeah, some Yeah, yeah exactly. But I would say like um, master's level, I would say, of course, there is there was a lot more. Yeah. Uh, but also because they expect a lot more from you because they expect you to have this background of, yeah, you have a bachelor and then you go into a master, yeah. uh, which also then makes it easier for you as a student because you like if you if I dropped into a master dir directly instead of a bachelor, I wouldn't have any idea what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that would, what would we say? What do you say? Was it, <laughs> did you find it difficult uh, navigating this master's level of uh, education? Not exactly difficult. Everything is pretty much well structured in Canvas, at least. Ooh la la! That sounds like a nice promo plug for Canvas <laughs> and Mama <laughs> University. Everything was pretty st well structured. And it's not my first master's degree, but I mean, again, compared to, for example, my home country. Uh, the studies organized quite differently. First of all, you have only one subject to focus on, not multiple of them. And uh, we didn't actually have any exams in the traditional sense of exam. Mm -hmm. Partially might be due to coronavirus, but maybe it's also the Swedish educational system. Mm -hmm. we mostly we have this uh, hemtenta. The, yeah, the a lot take of take-home tests. Yeah. A lot of them. And it looks like it. <laughs> we still have at least five days for it to, 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 to turn it in. Which in the end might still not be enough, especially if you think that it is a lot of time. Precisely. Shirin, how yeah. has that been for uh, you? Yeah, I'm quite mm. agree with Axel. The uh, the good thing here is that we, you have to focus on one subject. Yeah. And you can dig into that subject and can get a good grade. The only thing here, you should have spare time to focus on your studies, to read the literature they mm -hmm. have provided on Canvas. It, this is of course canvas <laughs> pretty planned and yeah. we can have all the plan for future and for previous we can see all things on canvas and it is very helpful for students to 
so i think uh, if we have spare time and spend on studies and we can focus on the main subject and the instructions of the uh, our teachers so we can easily find way to go yeah it's it's yeah. true it's one of the things that i i like with the program here because yeah. when i compared to my studies in jamaica i had four courses at the same time or five yeah. at the same yeah. time <laughs> and i was like whoa when i got here and it was like one course a month basically for four mm -hmm. weeks five weeks i said wow i can oh. do this but then one thing you have to be careful about i said it in an episode with jed is the spillover into the other course if you don't do well on the first test that it will spill over into the yeah. next and then that's a whole blurry line of confusion that you don't want because you're deep dive into one course then you have to deep dive into the other one and you have your exam in the middle and yeah i've seen many people stressed yeah. but good on all of you I, i see it in your eyes that you did well in your first semester was it your first <laughs> semester all of you yeah that's the, the end of the second yeah, this is the end of the yeah, yeah first so and second yeah, so your first first yeah. year is done first yeah. year, yeah, first year wow done. congratulations <laughs> yeah. so you sound ready for the summer vacation or are you going to be studying honestly <laughs> honestly honestly i'm sure your lecture is not listening i should be listening <laughs> i mean i postponed my last assignment yeah. so like probably i have to turn it in, in august but until august there is some time left to enjoy the summer right the summer in malmo it's, it's fantastic yeah. the seaside yeah 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 it's, it's beautiful around and, and the seagulls squawking all yeah, around yeah, no no <laughs> virtually no night yeah 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 it's beautiful but let's talk about the grading system has the grading system in your masters been something that you don't like or you like. So when I did mine, we did have the typical A, B, C, D, E, F. Yeah. And then I noticed that some courses just have pass or fail. What's it for you? For me, at least in courses, we always get A to F. Ah. Um, but in certain assignments, we get either pass or fail. Uh, I know many other, at least like many Swedish programs, they have different grading systems. So I was just lucky that I actually have had the same grading system yeah. from high school up until now. But that's that's just pure luck. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel kind of lucky in that sense. But yeah, I think it's because of that, it's working for me. So yeah. And it's also pass or fail for, yeah. I mean, it's pass or fail or is it A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, L, G, K, L, M, N, O, P? These are different levels. Yeah. I mean, first of all, we use quite different grades in every country where I studied previously, but always there is this A, B, C, D mm. until F, I guess, the, the, the scale. So this part is So comparable. your program still has that? Yeah. Uh -huh, uh, but of yeah, of course. I'm but yeah. there are the both uh, graded courses and pass and fail, mm -hmm. I think, everywhere. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I had some colleagues who were probably they were based in Orkanen or Niagara, those buildings here, uh -huh. who just had pass or fail. And I for a moment said, I wish that was me <laughs> because then I could just focus on passing but how can and you not get a de honors degree then? well you can but the, I mean there's, there's that's not here no <laughs> there's no there's no first class honors and all of that I think what you would get I got it was an honorary mention based on your thesis uh -huh. what is the what's the word you can help me it's a sweet it's oop oop max Yeah. Exam out of bit ten yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's basically yeah. If your thesis or exam work, that is the thing that can be like uplifted, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but your studies in general, yeah. You it's just there. You go. Here's your degree. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if you're disappointed in that. <laughs> Welcome to Sweden. <laughs> it's pretty equal there. They just highlight whether or not you had a very good thesis. They might pick four or five uh-huh. from the class and say, good thesis. But everybody gets the same degree. I mean, well, you will get the results from yeah. LADOC with yeah. your letters. And it's, it's printed on the backside of the degree or an attachment to it. So uh-huh. mine was the degree on one, personal number, all of that. And then it said... Page one of two. <laughs> and then yeah. page two was all my letter grades on it. Yeah. <laughs> explicitly listed. <laughs> so that's good motivation. Uh, you can't hide it. You can't say, yeah, I only did these courses, put on my LinkedIn. The letter is right there. So it's only your second semester. You have time. You have one more, one more whole year <laughs> to get those A's. So since these students have been very honest about their experiences, I wanted to go a step further and dig deeper and ask them about the challenges that they faced during their education. I guess mine can apply for also basically any student who is studying a program where you have an empty term. Mm. Uh, because I know many masters and bachelors programs here have at least one empty term where you're either taking, uh, you choose your courses yourself or mm-hmm. you may go and exchange or do Erasmus or something similar to that. Uh, is that you should really take the time being here to explore all the options of that empty term or if you have any sort of choice of for example me I study urban studies I should really be sure that I am in the city that I'm exploring the city that I'm experienced in a city especially if you are from a different country because mm-hmm. you have such an interesting and unique viewpoint that everyone is open to hear about yeah that's like one thing that i think is one of the most beneficial things of studying an international program here is that you get so many viewpoints that you wouldn't know if you were just in like a homogenous class of everyone is from the same country it's one of the reasons why i wanted to study here in the first place yeah i I, I could have done a a master's in criminology mm. in the caribbean but i was like we all probably have the same ideas. <laughs> exactly. One of the things that I, how I explain that is that, like, as I did international relations in my in my bachelor, is that it would have been very boring if it was a uh, hundred Swedish people yeah. trying to talk about politics yep. and not trying to step on each other's feet. So it was, <laughs> yeah, no one want to say something extreme. Uh, but yeah, that's also like just use because you might feel very lonely coming to Malmo. Even I, as like someone who is not from like that far away, like mm-hmm. I'm still Swedish, I'm from this region, you might still feel very lonely because you feel very like tr- maybe trapped in your student apartment. You might not feel, especially people who have arrived during COVID, yeah. that you feel very trapped in your own like little, little sphere. Box. But also think about that, like everyone is in that cycle and everyone is wanting to just reach out and like meet new people, especially if you go abroad you want to meet people. Yeah. So just take every chance. If people are like, oh, we are going out this weekend. Do you want to join? It might be more comfortable for you to be like, nah, I'm going to stay at home a bit. So keep up with your economics so that you can actually go out and do those things. I with agree. People. And as Alex said, there are some cheap bars around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so very cheap at that. And they most of them have the special written on the board, like a big number. I think Old Cafe is one. Do you know that bar? Yeah. You know that bar? Do yeah, you know but that bar? it's a bit more expensive. Yeah. Is it more expensive than vegan bar? Yeah. It's its neighbor. Yeah. Is 13 it? 39 crowns versus, I don't know, 50 plus. Okay. No, I think a special one is always like 49. <laughs> so almost 50. <laughs> 10 crowns more. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shiri, well, what kind of obstacles do have you faced during your studies here? 
माइक्रोसॉफ्ट and because you have to prepare your assignments your slides everything maybe in pakistan all the students students are not well aware of that things they should be prepared for that i think i i feel like shirin is a very well organized student here <laughs> i want to know your daily routine <laughs> because you're managing a lot but you're doing it <laughs> as you said you you stated your success story first you know first semester was okay and then yeah. second semester i got it but what's your routine like uh, have you mastered a routine yeah in first semester i have to go university for four days in yeah. a week yeah. but now oh. in second semester i just have to took two classes per week yeah okay so it's quite easier so it's for me manageable. in second semester yeah yeah but uh, uh, i just got my job Yeah. Uh, it's been one month that I have started my job before that I was free uh-huh. but I have to <laughs> No it's a new challenge for, for you. Yeah. yeah. But now it's fine that the summer is start and my yes. <laughs> studies over or maybe paused for Yeah, yeah, for a while. 3 months, yeah. Huh, so I then have cleared my September first, it's yeah. another or late August you know. Yeah, have. I will then see what I can do yeah. and how can I manage my study with my job because job is also compulsory here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite a champion. How about <laughs> yeah. you? What kind of challenges have you faced here? Well, for me it was quite particular, but I would agree with some of the previous statements regarding that it might be difficult for new people to to accommodate here. uh that was what many people told arriving in the second semester but uh if you live in the student dormitory like uh, ronan international that's what people got placed outside the european union mm-hmm. mostly uh then it's less of a problem also it may depend on your academic group during coronavirus many people they faced the situation that their course mates are simply not in town because there is no point and you just see them on zoom In our case we had a group of people who were in Malmo and they were quite bored because of coronavirus and not going to the classes so <laughs> sometimes we could meet and pretend we're having a class once we even booked a room in the library and listened to the lecture together there oh, that's good <laughs> so then this challenge becomes how do you combine social life with studies because then studying and reading a lot becomes a problem so yeah. probably the podcast about reading skills is necessary be really <laughs> it's uh, coming up it's coming demand. up uh, if you want to join it and help me with it <laughs> you're more than welcome because all three of you seem like very good students here <laughs> good role models to everyone listening so let's wrap up this topic with a solid advice for the student who's coming and is really nervous about 
academic life here or master's academic life? How will you comfort that student? Or, or how will you slap them into reality? It's going to be hard. You're going to faint. <laughs> You're going to cry. What, what's your word of advice or your last bit of information for that worried student? No, actually, it was not really as difficult as we consider it because uh, at first we just have to learn new things. Therefore, it seems difficult, but it was not actually that difficult. Mm -hmm. We just have to spare time to focus on your studies. Yeah. If you have enough time to... If every day you can spare one to two hours to focus on your studies and read and um, all the instructions and all you need to do for your studies, then I think you can easily make it smoothly. You you didn't worry about it. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking similarly. Like if you, as long as you do your best yeah. or try like as hard as you feel you can, also considering that you need to take some time off, you shouldn't just run heading into it without having some sort of like okay i need some i need some me time as well <laughs> uh, to think about that especially so that you don't uh, burn out in the first month because i think that's also very common that people just run head head first into it uh, without uh, considering the long-term effects of that so i just, just imagine uh, that student the first class opening their map book and <laughs> yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh the tap yeah the tapping you hear sometimes when, uh -huh. when yeah we had that sometimes when people when the teacher started talking you immediately you heard like just clattering oh my like, gosh it stresses me out yeah, meanwhile yeah. i'm like do they know everything's going on campus? <laughs> I also have many students like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's not necessary. What do you say? It's not necessary to yeah, take every word. We there. just uh, make some points. Yeah. 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 Take it easy. Right? Yeah. Breathe. Yeah, but I mean, I would say you probably don't need to overstress too much because there is always opportunity to take a re-exam, but always do not rely on them because it might be difficult <laughs> to combine with everything afterwards. Yeah, very good point. I would not like to suggest that. <laughs> yeah. I just say that uh, try to clear your exams on time because it will be difficult for you to manage two when or three exams at a time. All right, so let's thank let's thank these amazing students for coming on this episode of Wisegrad. You are so helpful. Hey. See you in Malmo. Hey. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you yeah, here. Yeah, hopefully see you here. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Wisegrad, helping students thrive. This episode was brought to you by Malmo University, education where diversity makes the difference. I'm Saint Sanj signing out. Remember to share this podcast with your friends and family. Until next time, goodbye.